0: Hey, what's up, everyone? This is the Dot Daddy Podcast, and I am here with Cynthia Magana.
1: Hey, Joe. How are you?
0: Thanks for coming on. Uh, And you're all the way out in Arizona, right?
1: Yes. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona.
0: You are in Phoenix? Yes. Okay. So I was out in Phoenix for that, um, what was it, the Scalp scalp Show, or the previous, was it called the Scalp Show?
1: Yeah. The other one. Yeah, I was here. I was in disguise, though.
0: Yeah, and scott I like, I like Arizona a lot. It's, I mean, it's hot as shit, but it's really nice. It, it from, at least from what I personally saw, I liked it a lot.
1: It's beautiful right now though. The weather is perfect. It's only the summer. It's a little bit, it's a couple of months. You'll survive, you'll get used to it.
0: <laughs> now, did you grow up in Arizona?
1: Um, no, I've been here since I was nine, so my parents brought me when I was really small. So ever since then, I've just been here.
0: Where are you originally from?
1: I'm from Mexico. Yeah, I'm originally- oh, you're from Mexico? Yeah.
0: Okay. What is the name of your company?
1: Uh, I'm the founder of 3D Camouflage in Arizona.
0: 3D camouflage, that's because you also, not only do you do SMP, but you also do the areola tattoo as well.
1: Yes, I also do the breast uh, reconstruction for breast cancer and the uh, scars.
0: Very cool. And what made you want to get into scalp micropigmentation? Cause some people they get it done and then they're like, wow, this is cool. Let me start it. Uh, did you have anything done or were you just thinking about it? You are like, how did it happen?
1: So my story is a little bit, um, how can I say, so I had, before this, I was doing, I had an online store where I was doing lashes. And so I started doing COVID. And so there was the time that we couldn't do anything and really go anywhere. And so I came across uh, 3D Areola online. And I was like, this is something that I wanted to do. Like I didn't have no gym, so I couldn't really do much. So I was like, you know, I started, I liked it. It was something that I. it was, I mean, for breast cancer. So I started looking into it. I got the course online. I did it. Then I came across scars and then I came across scalp Micropigmentation. And so my dad doesn't have hair. And I was like, I always been, um I like to help people. I always been like a, a, a service. So that kind of like everything just came together and I just Decided to just, uh, I stopped my online, I sold it. And then I just stood to Scott Micro and I realized.
0: And so you said you had an online store. So were you just, were you doing eyelashes or were you just selling the eyelashes? It was an online
1: retail store. Okay. Yeah.
0: But did you sell everything or?
1: Yeah, I had everything. I had a little store that I was um, working on. So, but then when that happened, I was like, I don't know. And then at the end, I didn't, I don't know. I just feel like what I'm doing now, it gives me more fulfillment. Like, I I love what I do now. So it's kind of like you get to do something for people and it's a different rewarding feeling.
0: I agree. I mean, people are happy, right? Versus how you get random customer complaints when you have a retail store, you could do everything perfect, but people are still gonna pitch and complain.
1: Yeah, so this was just like the p- the piece that I needed for, I, f- I mean, you know, you go through things because even when COVID happened, I went through like a depression stage where I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? I don't have no gym, so I'm always active. Like I get up super early, everything was closed. I couldn't even hike. I couldn't do anything during that time. So when I came across that, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna learn. Uh, I'm gonna learn a new skill, and that's how I started.
0: Wow! And so you bring up the gym, and I, I like that you brought. You are physically fit. So did you work out a lot before? You know, while you were running your store, did you do anything else in the gym?
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. Um, I work out a lot. I'm at three a.m., so I get up early. I swim. Wow. I'm, I'm really active. Um, I hike. I'm always like, I'm always on the go. So when Covid happened. Uh, it was like I couldn't do anything. I was I was depressed. I was like I need to get myself and to learn something new. Mm-hmm.
0: Who did you end up training with? So you decide, hey, I'm going to learn SMP. Did you go to a local person in Arizona?
1: Yeah. No, I got a few trainings. So I did. Got I uh, got trained here in Arizona with AC Doctor. Then I went to LA. I got another two trainings in LA. And is
0: that with
1: Cisco? Did, yeah, I trained with him and then I went to LA. I did train with Picasso as well. Um, so I just got got into like, you're always gonna keep learning. So I, I got some online courses as well, uh, color theory courses. Like I just keep educating myself. Like I, I, I'm always gonna be a student. So I always keep learning from, and there's a lot of good artists out there. They're really helpful. So for me, I, I've been so blessed to have like a lot of support system when it comes to my industry. Like, if I have questions, like, people are willing, like, to help you. And that's really, like, I love that about this industry.
0: I agree. And I've trained with multiple people, too. So you trained with Picasso Jeff as well? Is that who you Yes. Okay. And did, now, did you do the, uh, did you go in person? Like, did you go to the L.A. spot?
1: Yeah, no, I did. I went in person. Yeah, I did.
0: Okay. And isn't it crazy how you can train with different people and they could all be good artists great great artists but each time you learn just a little something different
1: yeah and it can make a a big deal yeah
0: what was the hardest thing for you uh, to learn as a scalp micropigmentation artist doing this because I imagine you didn't grow up like shaping up your hairline and all that sort of thing you got long hair
1: I think yeah. Thankfully, I'm really blessed with a lot of hair. Um, I think for me was the hairline. So at the beginning, I was struggling to do the hairlines, but I just I had a, a mannequin that I could practice on. So and I was like, I think the hairline was my, my hardest thing to do
0: do you like doing the straight line edge up more or the natural hairline
1: no i'm all about the natural one but i mean it's everybody's um choice of how they want the hairline but for me i always recommend the, the natural one that's my favorite to do
0: i completely agree and i've been following your work for quite some time i guess probably three years and you've gotten better each time like you're getting better and better and you are to yeah. good
1: I feel like practice may may improvement, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, in the beginning, we all, you know, you're learning, right? That's why you got yeah. guinea pigs. Now, would now I liked how you brought up your dad. Uh, your dad's blood. Did you end up doing your dad's ad?
1: Yes, I did. Um, I actually just got him in. Uh, I think like two weeks ago for his touch up. Um, okay. Yeah, so my dad was like he, my guinea pig. I guess if we call it.
0: That's what you gotta know with it. And uh did you do a natural hairline on him?
1: Yes, I did a natural hairline. So for me doing my dad, that was like even when I did it, when I um uh, did um uh, I it got me to like learn the whole process because I had my it was my dad. So I when I did his sessions, like I knew everything, the healing and everything to take aftercare and everything. So for me, it was pretty easy to pick up on everything.
0: I agree. And plus it's your dad. So you could take your time and you'd be like, hold on. I'm, You know, you can yeah. kind of figure out. I, di- I actually did a session on my mom, just some thinning on here. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it definitely helps. It, friends, family being your guinea pig, I would say helps now.
1: Yeah. Brought- my first people were like people that I knew.
0: And was it hard for you to convince someone to say, hey, uh, I learned this new skill, You I'll do it for free?
1: <laughs> no, no, I guess not. I, I, I mean, I practice a lot. So I did at the beginning, I was practicing every day. Like I had to practice every day just because I wanted to, like, because I was thinking if, they they already come for you for help. So it's my responsibility to deliver a great work, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I, 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 till this date, if I know I'm not going to have a client for the next five days, I still go in there and practice. I, I, I practice uh, often.
0: Good. That's good to hear. Uh, I want to back up a little bit. So you said you originally came from Mexico. Uh, do you remember living in Mexico? Do you know what part?
1: Yeah, we're from a really small town. So honestly, and where I'm from, it's only like maybe like 50, 60 houses. So I come from like a little, um, Farm. If you, if you, I can relate when I see your pictures because I know you are out there in nature and that's where I'm used to. Like in Mexico, it was nothing by nature, and coming to Arizona is is hot. We don't have that much green, so it's kind of like, but we do have Sedona where it's like close by and there's water. So I like, sometimes when I'm gonna I have, have days off, I'll just take off to Sedona, which is beautiful. They have a lot of like green and I like grounding myself. That's like, for me, it's like going back home. It's closed. I can just drive two hours and I'm there, you know?
0: Oh, wow. Now, um, was it, so you're from a very small town in Mexico? Yeah. Okay. And th- do you have any brothers or sisters? Was it just you three came over, you, your mom, your dad?
1: No, I do have a sister and I have three older brothers. So I'm the youngest one from the family.
0: Okay, you're the baby.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, do you, are you, <laughs> do you have any kids or, or married yeah, or Yeah,
1: I have a, a girl. She's 20.
0: Good. So, Cynthia, you came over from Mexico. Did you know English when you came?
1: No, I didn't. Um, no, I didn't. Uh, I went to school here. I did high school, a um, little bit of college. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I still to this day, I still, there's words that I don't still don't understand that I have to like, oh, what is this? So it, I'm still learning.
0: That's got I mean, It's really good. It's really good from what I hear. Uh, but a lot of people that I've talked to tell me they learned at school, obviously, but they also watching TV. Did you watch TV to help learn English?
1: I did, uh, but I cut my TV off a long time ago. So I do more videos. I love YouTube videos. And I read what I, it has improved my knowledge a lot. Is um, I do a lot of self-improvement, uh, sorry, I can't say that. Self-improvement books.
0: Okay. but, but and who- a lot. Oh, I love, oh, you're talking to the right person. I love self-improvement. You ever read the Tony Robbins stuff or watch his?
1: yeah i love him i i i think i have read so many books as i love books they're just like now, every day is something, you learn something new you know
0: are you actually physically reading the book or do you listen to the audio
1: i do the audio more often but i do have books as well
0: yeah yeah me too because you can multitask right when yeah. you're listening to the audio yeah. books and it's almost like I'm a little bit of a slow reader. So when I read, and then sometimes I think about something else, I'll forget it. I'll have to read it again. And sometimes yeah. I'll forget that again and then I have to read it again. Uh, so yeah. listening to the book, I can, um, I can relist, you know, I can rewind. play yeah. rewind, rewind. I normally again.
1: do, th- I like to use, listen to books when I do hiking. So, cause when I hike, it's, it's gonna take me like an hour and 20 minutes to do a hike that I normally do, which is a little bit intense. So when I do that hike, I normally just put an book and I would just hike. It's, it's so therapeutic for me.
0: Okay, I guess you download it beforehand so you don't lose service because yeah. you're like pretty remote, right, out there? Yeah, yeah. What's one of your favorite books you recommend to people?
1: So I think the book that helped me out, first book that I ever read was Think and Grow Rich.
0: Oh, hell I yeah. With
1: that one. I started with that one. Um, Let's say maybe like, I don't know, four or five years ago.
0: Napoleon And then Held. from
1: there, yeah, I started, um, I also like, um, what's his name? Ron, I think his name is Ron. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of books out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love Think and Grow Rich. I recommend that to everybody. Yeah. The problem is, if you're listening to it, it's ba It's very monotone, but all the information is really good, but he's yeah. not very exciting to listen to.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. The, yeah, once I started, I listened to that one, and I kind of like, it's just, I feel like when you read, listen to a book, you don't see a change right away. But then when you listen to it, you see a change in yourself.
0: I agree. I agree. That's a good way of putting it when you were learning smp and i know i'm jumping to another topic but when you were learning smp and you said the hairlines are the most difficult and i and i agree i think that is the most difficult <laughs> was was it hard for you to do the straight line edge up and do you do it often like boom, um, boom.
1: yeah i normally when people come to me they come with their idea right so once I see how old they are and I see their skin and I'm like, okay, if it's uh, a darker skin, I highly recommend the uh, the age up because it's just going to look better on them. But if it's somebody with a lighter skin tone, then I'm all, I always ask them, okay, you got to think about like, j- I just put them on. You got to think about this is the hairline that you're going to have from the next five to 10 years. So you are whatever age they are, right? So I'm like, if you want to do like a age up, you, we can do it, but that way you can always come back and adjust it for a natural one. I try to always put it on them. And then so if they decide that's what they want to do, I'll do the edge up. And then once, let's say two, three years from, from now, they decided they want to get the natural hairline, then we can always lower it. But I like to leave a, a little bit of space just if they decide that that's something that they want to do.
0: That's very important. I'm glad you said that because some people were like, They want to get maybe the best picture right away. And instead of really prioritizing what's obviously I would think is the best for the customer to leave some wiggle room. They're just Uh like, well, if I put it right here, boom, boom, square it up, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: It'll make a good picture, but is that really what they're going to want long-term? Yeah, I did have
1: a client, which um, he's like, I want a 14 years old hairline. I was like, (laughs) what? I try to convince him because he was like, but sometimes he? he just wanted, wanted it. and I'm like, okay, well, I, I I give you my opinion. I give you my, you know what I mean? And then it's up to you, but it's like, no, I want a 14. I was like, okay. Whatever you want.
0: I mean, he's If they're going to pay, I, I know how it is. If you're going to pay, i <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. yeah.
0: Sometimes you got to be like, no, I'm not doing it. I, I don't know yeah. if you ever had to turn anyone down. Um, I've turned some quite a few different weird requests down, I'll say. Uh, and I won't really call them out. But th- I definitely think it's important to just say, hey, this is my recommendation. Yeah. So that way if you're paying for it and this is what you want, you can go back later and say, Hey, I told you I don't think it's going to look good, but you're paying me. So that's why I did it.
1: Yeah. That's it why comes your butt. Yeah. You have you always have them sign your um your requirements you know that I always do because sometimes you just gotta be honest with them
0: agreed do you get a lot of people who who don't want to show their face
1: um I do I do and I feel even reviews people I feel like it's a really hard to touch, so I feel like they don't want to talk about it. But then you, go, I also talk to them, and I'm like, okay, the people, the only people that are gonna see this is people that are that have the same problem you have. You know what I mean? So even if it's gonna be on the website, I'm like, nobody's gonna see it unless they have the the problem you have. So by you talking about it, you're not only you're helping other people that have the same problem you do.
0: I agree. And I get the same situation, but like you said, it, it's a secret for everyone, right? Everyone, it's top secret when they come in, they hide and I get it as a as a patient, but now you know that I have it, I, I don't really care. But I, I can see it. Now, have you I've asked this to multiple female SMP artists. Do you ever have a, a guy come in and says, Oh shit, you know, this is a, a female. I don't know if I want her to do my procedure like because you're not a guy. Have you encountered that at all?
1: I think being a girl is a blessing. Like I think I everybody that comes in here is I had a, I actually had guys that they're like, yeah, I feel better because you are a girl. I don't I don't feel like a guy touching my skull. And I'm like, okay. okay, you know, it's it's a win-win. So I I think they're they like it if you are a girl actually.
0: Give me a head massage.
1: Yeah, they actually do <laughs> like it when you're a girl.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Cause I would hate for, you know, females to lose clients just because they're a female. If they do good work. They do good work.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I have never had that problem.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. Um, now do you do a lot of density fills on women as well?
1: Yeah, I do. Density fills. Um, Yeah, I do get a lot of females, and I love doing females. I feel it's so, uh, for them, it's a really, they, most of my clients, they either have to get up really early in the morning for them to use fibers, they have to, like, dye their hair, they waste two hours of their morning just trying to get ready for work, and it's just their self-esteem is, like, you know? And I still keep in touch. I still keep in touch with a lot of my clients because they become my friends after spending so much time together. Um, I have clients that she goes to church, so I do uh, church studies with her. I have met a lot of great people in this industry. A lot.
0: Isn't it cool how you can do that? I, I know exactly what you're talking about for the people listening, other SMP artists and artists out there, you know what she's referring to. I mean, you really do build a bond. You're spending hours yeah. and hours, sometimes 10, 15, 16 hours with these people and yeah. they'll tell you some secrets that they probably wouldn't tell another person.
1: Yeah, no, And it's funny that I have clients that they will even text me. They ask for my opinion on like even personal life, because when they come to me, they either go into a breakout, a divorce, and like most of the people have, they're going through something when they come to us. So it's like you have, you are their therapist, their friend, you make them feel good. They leave, like it's just, you spend that much time with them.
0: I completely agree. And you're, you're 100% right, Cynthia. Uh, I wanna get, cause that kind of made me think about what we were talking about offline. So we're talking about all the different hats you got to kind of wear becoming an SMP artist and being an entrepreneur, and you started listing out everything you do, even when we were setting up for this podcast. So what's, I mean, you edit your videos as well?
1: Yeah, I am doing everything. I'm an account manager, I'm a videographer, photographer, editor, I'm a web designer, I'm everything that you can think of. Therapist, I, everything made, anything, bookkeeper, everything you could think
0: of. She could do it all. She and she yes. also Espanol. Yes. That um, I know it, and and it's like you can also hire people to do some of this stuff, but I don't know if you've been taken advantage of, but I've definitely been taken advantage of, and it's not fun.
1: It's you know, you think
0: you're signing up for a program or a product or something and they're going to deliver and they're going to give the best care, you know, the way you would deliver SMP care doesn't always work that way. Yeah.
1: I gave you 20 clients a month, 20 or 30 clients a month. I get so much emails, emails, DM, DM I'm like, yo, I got to the point where I'm like, delete.
0: Yeah. Block. 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 <laughs> I know. I it's very frustrating because it's like if it really worked, th- I would think other people would be doing it. You know, and when I when I ask other SMP artists, occasionally I'll get some of like, yeah, it worked, but most of the time I'm getting ah, they're This is the response I get. There are bullshit leads. They're bullshit leads.
1: Even when you advertise, I notice on, even when you advertise on Facebook, I sometimes, if I'm doing ads there, like you get random people that you have, they're like, what is this that they don't like? I feel it's kind of like they message you. I don't know. I feel like it's sometimes it's kind of like a scam just because you know, when the, you get a click, then you get charged for it. So it's kind of like, I don't know. One of those things that I, I noticed on, on those ads.
0: Oh, I, I agree. And, uh, you get, and it's almost like it's wasting your time, and you can set up an automatic reply, but sometimes it doesn't work correctly. No, you know? and I feel
1: like that's another thing. People want to actually talk to a real person. You know, they want to talk to you. I get on the phone with, like, even when I do my my clients, I get on the phone with them, like. I, after I talk to them, I'm taking it, like I ask them, are you taking anything? Have you tried Like, you know, you just question them what they're, because that's what it is. You have to know their, what they're um, going through. And then that way you can help them out better. But because when you have automatic stuff like that, like there's, it, people don't, I feel like they don't relate to a robot talking back to them. So it's kind of, you know, I like talking to people.
0: I agree. It's definitely uh, not a strong connection. And I can see what, if I was a huge company and I had hundreds of people, I can see the AI helping, right? Yeah. But it's but it's just me. I'm taking them. Even if yeah. I was getting 20 a day, I, I feel like I could somewhat handle that maybe or even have my assistant or like my wife respond or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not to the point. I don't, I'm just not ready for the AI to, to, to have the AI respond for me either. I agree with you.
1: Yeah.
0: Where do you see... Your business growing now, do you have your own location You got really nice furniture if this is your is this your office?
1: You no, know, I am I'm actually I move in with um, a hair transplant doctor that I'm that I team up with um, not too long ago, maybe like four months ago. So oh, wow. uh, we do a lot of they do a lot of stuff here. They do like hair pieces. It's a pretty big bu- building. They've been here for like 35 years. So that's working out pretty well for me. Um, so I get like the clients that don't qualify for um, hair transplant then I can just, I, I, he refers them to me. So that has been working out pretty well. So,
0: so that's interesting. So you're the first person who's uh, openly talked to this, talked about this on the podcast. So did you negotiate this deal? How, how'd this happen?
1: Um, I'm a own person marketing person. So I, 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 I do what I have to do. That's really what it is. So if I have to get out there and meet people and I just walked in, that's what I did for my marketing. I do, I still do in personal marketing, so I just got grabbed my little marketing material and I was like, okay. So in that day, I had one of my clients counsel me, and I was like, okay. I told myself, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go home? You're gonna be, feel sorry about yourself? Are you gonna you just? Because I was already ready. I was my client counseled me like the last maybe hour, and I was like, okay. What well, you're ready? I was already on my my crop my clothes work close and I was like let me um I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna stop on some places and just go in and leave my marketing right so I did I walked in and luckily the doctor was walking out of the uh his office but when I walked in he's like okay, um he asked me if I if he can help me and I was like oh well I' I talked to him I'm like oh I'm, I do s p and then you know, the funny part is that the girl that was doing s p here had just left like three days pure I got here Nah. So I talked to him for a while. I was at the other place. I'm not too far from where I was. And so um, I talked to him and I was like, wait, he's like, well, you can, you know, like if the girl that was doing SMP here, she's not longer with us. And and then we just decided, I was like, okay, you know what? This is something that it's going to work for me. It was just, I was at the right place at the right time
0: but you put yourself in there you decided hey i'm not gonna waste just because they canceled i'm not gonna go to sleep i'm gonna be proactive yeah that's so cool so do you have your own little separate office in like i guess like uh yeah
1: yeah i have my my studio upstairs so this building is is very big it's like it's been here for 35 years um they do her pieces they do um everything for her hair transplant, everything that you can think, extensions, everything that you can think is is, is a really huge building. So there's like 30, 40 people working here. So it's been working great for me. And what I would recommend if you were like, you're not getting clients, just get out there, you know, get out there, take your material, your marketing. Like there's a lot of hair transplants that they might take you in.
0: I agree. I've had a few, uh, before I go on that, do you have to pay a percentage? Like, if he sends you someone down who doesn't qualify, do you have to give like a percentage? Yeah, you just
1: work free? with them in that way. It's it's beneficial for you and for him. I mean, but you're
0: I getting mean, more clients this way. Yeah,
1: yeah. So and overall, also, you're still spending on marketing. So it's like you know.
0: No, I agree. I think I think it's a great idea. And so I approached. I don't know if this has happened to you. So. I approached a plastic surgeon, hair transplant guy, local person, and I was like, hey, anybody you don't have, and this is through DM, I was like, hey, anybody who doesn't qualify or wants a scar camouflage, mm-hmm. I can camouflage a scar, send him some pictures, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I offended him because we don't we don't make scars and all of our hair, hair transplants work. And I'm just like, bro, you're, you don't have to lie to me. I... I know what really happens. I mean, some of it works. You know, you'll get a hairline, but it's going to be all thin up top, and they are going to have a scar, even if it's a smaller scar. Yes, um, but you, we could camouflage that. He like got offended, basically that really? I that I had asked, and I said, okay, well, if you don't, why don't you send me some pictures after you know mm-hmm. the hair transplant after it's all here? Let me see if there's a scar. Wouldn't say mm-hmm. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't respond or anything, so. Yeah. Has that happened to you at all? Like, were you going and um, people were a little bit offended?
1: I, yeah, I think, so. well, kind of. Um, I did what well, before. Uh, so I went to another, pl- I did a few places. And um, so I did one of them. He's like, oh, or maybe they're just like, oh, we have somebody. And I'm like, okay, I respect that. If they have somebody, you know, like, okay, they have somebody. Um, but I will just like call them and ask them if they have somebody and they, they don't have anybody. Then just ask them if you can just bring some mater- uh, marketing material and just. Stop by and drop it off.
0: You hear that up and coming SMP artist and Tia says, "Go to your local hair transplant
1: and just get when out it's... there and, and just be fearless. That's it."
0: I love it. I love it. Um, now, do you? Now, I want to get into the to the areola. Uh, so, for the areola tattoo, did you you learn that after SMP? Uh,
1: no. That's I learned that first. First. I learned okay. areola first. Um, I took a course online, and then I took an in-person course in Texas. Um, so I went out there for after all the COVID came. I was okay. This is I guess I I did the online first just to see if it was something that I wanted to um, do, and I love it. I love uh, it's uh, I love S and P um, and scars are a little bit more challenging, and areolas are my favorite to do.
0: It looks hard to do, and when yeah. you're done right, it looks like real it looks real and and most of them are like women with breast cancer is that the case? yeah
1: yeah i also have have gotten guys that um they have cancer so it's um oh really yeah
0: i didn't even think of that i guess that makes sense right because you you could still get breast cancer even if you're a man
1: yeah they yeah they, they don't they lose their um nipple and then you can just like
0: And 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 what's the reason? What's the reason the nipple disappear? Is it because they're cutting out like a large portion? How does that work?
1: Um, It really depends. Well, sometimes the nipple needs to be removed because it's where if it the cancer is there. So you can there's sometimes where they can leave the nipple, but a lot most of the time it just falls off over time. It doesn't stay. So it's it's,
0: like during the treatments, yeah,
1: yeah, it it, it end up even if they put it back together, it just falls off over time. I don't know, it's just how it works, I think.
0: Okay, okay. Now, do you plan on doing? Have you um, been training, or are you going to any more trainings? Do you think in twenty twenty four?
1: Yeah, I think that will be my goal for 2024. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready to do that. I think I'm ready. I've been doing this for a while. So
0: I think yeah, you that's... are too. I do.
1: Yeah. So I, I, I think really have... do. Yeah, I'm ready for it.
0: Would you add in, like say someone wants to train with you uh for like a I don't know, for a larger fee. Would you also teach them how to do the areola or or some of that stuff?
1: We can work. Yeah, we can make something work for um both of us. I'm open to it. <laughs>
0: That's good. What um what some of your, I guess what needles do you use for SMP? I, I love to ask this to people. Do you use all? or are you to a specific I brand do
1: two two or three different ones? Um, I have used different brands. I really um, I'm using uh, the art of SMP. I'm I'm using his right now. I also do the the ink, ink. I think is his name. So I and use you. Yeah.
0: Eric and John, okay. Yeah, so I use their
1: their um, their stuff, it's really good. Okay, I like
0: good, I agree as well. What about your, uh, you're using, in just in regards to inks, are you also using uh, the blends and the ink you? Uh, yeah, ink I have that? tried
1: both of them, yes.
0: Okay, and do you use the modifiers as well? I know we talked yeah, about this yeah. offline before, yeah. good. When you were getting into scalp micropigmentation, Uh, from the areola, were you doing it out of your house? Like when you first doing it on your dad, did you get a spot before you were where you are now?
1: Um, No, when I got into the areolas, I already had a spot, um, a studio. And then, so it, it was, everything happened within, I got all my trainings within maybe, two months like i did all of them at the same time so i got into i was like oh i want to do this and then right away i got into like i when i started my business i already had all my certifications okay yeah so i started i did everything you know you see it's a female thing you see this i want that i want this i want that and that's how it is
0: I mean, you're killing it. You're killing it. So, in re- let's talk about marketing because that's that's my biggest expense. I don't know if that's your biggest expense, but yes. mine is 100 percent more. I mean, over top of my rent costs, it's way more. You know, I think everything, rent. Goes
1: to, everything goes to marketing. I feel like every where does my money go to marketing?
0: Yeah. What now? What are right, you're on Instagram? You're on uh, Facebook. I'm assuming as well. Are you on TikTok? Um. Yeah, I
1: am t- on TikTok as well.
0: I'm one of the people. I'm I'm like one of the last people not on TikTok. Really? Yeah, I'm not on TikTok.
1: Hey, don't be surprised. I have people from TikTok that have fly from uh, Texas, from LA. Like, yeah. Really, to come see you? Yeah, yeah. I got Vegas. Yeah, I have like everyone, even from Instagram. I have people from Vegas coming in town. Like. Okay. That's
0: awesome. Congratulations. Good for you. Yeah.
1: Thank you. And I love your content. I love your family. I love seeing everything you do. You get up early in the morning and I'm like, okay, every time sometimes I don't feel motivated, then I'll look at your stuff. Oh, he's getting ice. Let me start. Um, and I was like, okay, I need to start doing ice bath. That's the hard one though. I haven't tried, I haven't done an ice bath, but that's what I want to start doing. I do swim in the mornings, but I'm like, you know what? He motivates me. So it's always good to follow people that motivate you. Because you, You're not going to feel motivated every day. You know, it's some days you're like, OK, I don't want to do this. But then guess what? You're going to have to get up and do it. This is do what we do. I tell myself. This is what you do. So get up.
0: Boom, boom, boom. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. And now, do they have a cold plunge uh, in your area
1: anywhere? No, we don't. It's it's not unless you go to Sedona, which is not far, two hours from here. But I can't be going out there every weekend, you know. So it's kinda, yeah, yeah. I try to swimming, so I think swimming is it's it's kind of chilling right now. So it's it's good.
0: And it's full body. The thing about the cold plunge, I'm just fortunate enough. The gym I got, I go to, they put one and they put two in. But there's, I don't know of another place probably yeah. 30, 50 miles that has one. I just, I got lucky.
1: Yeah, they've been talking about it on my gym that they want to add it because we do have two big uh, hot tops. They're really big. So they want to do one of them. They want to do the ice bath because they're really, I mean, there's no point having two of the same, right? So So you go to
0: a fancy gym too, like me.
1: No, and then you know what it is? I love what I like about fan. It's not about the fancy thing. I mm-hmm. love that they have everything for recovery. They have like, they have everything for chair massage. Like, they have everything. So that helps my body a lot. So I'm like, okay, first thing in the morning, I'm taking care of myself and then I will go from there.
0: I, I t- completely agree. Completely agree. It's not about being fancy. It's the fact that they have it all in there. Uh, and it makes sense. You just go from one floor to the next room to the next room.
1: Yeah, you have everything there.
0: Yeah. Um, now, are you on any of the other apps? Are you on like the next, you ever heard of Nextdoor? It's like a neighborhood app.
1: Um, I, I, I'm i not on there. Yeah, no, okay. I haven't tried that out.
0: What, what else do you, you said you do a lot of in-person, so do you make flyers, brochures? Are you the yeah, one designing just, it?
1: Yeah, if I know, like, I've been slow, I'm like, okay, what I, what am I going to do? Just, you know, start, like, even at the gym, like, I, at the gym, I, mostly, I've been going to the gym for a long time, so I become friend with a lot of people. Um, if I see somebody at the sauna that I, I'm like, okay, this person needs a, a touch up or a little bit of hair, then just talking to people, you know, like, go, seeing how their day is going, and just, like. Just be putting yourself out there,
0: I agree, and do you ever leave the cards like just leave your business cards around the gym?
1: I haven't because i the gym there are really kind of strict about them. We know that
0: cards. was Cyilla.
1: Yeah, imagine that, no, I don't want to get kicked out out of the gym, but no, I talk to them, like, and even if when you're doing the sauna or just, like, kind of doing a workout, and then you become friends with people, like, you just see them every day, so they they see you every morning, they know who you are, like, so it's, I feel that's a good um, way of doing marketing.
0: I agree, and I will leave the cards, but talking to them in person is a lot better. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel, and I'm sure you've probably encountered this, where you might bring it up and someone's like, almost like they're in denial or they don't want to talk about their hair loss, right? You ever been in a conversation you're like, oh, maybe I should have yeah. brought that up. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> the, what I do, because I don't want to seem like, oh, I, you got. it's also like you don't want to make people feel bad about you know their hair loss, but it's like I have something that it's going to make, I have a solution for you, then you're like, okay, how can I approach them? And then, so I'm like, okay, you just become friends with them first, and then you can just bring it up later.
0: <laughs> no, that's a good approach. I want to help you.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I can I can make you, because there's a lot of, there's, you'll be surprised, there's a lot of young people at the gym that they have hair loss. And um, so they, they're they young, you know, like, and it's like just a little touch-up, you will look 10 years younger.
0: <laughs> I agree. I agree. And a lot of the younger people want it probably more right
1: yeah yeah i actually had a guy from uh greece reach out to me um not too long ago i think maybe like a month ago he's um i think he's i think he said it was 19 19 or 22 so he was pretty young so the problem with that was that i don't i don't know he didn't know how to speak english and i don't know how to speak greece so Um, I got on a, uh, he's like, he keep telling me Instagram, right? So I got on Instagram on a um, video with him. And so he keep talking Greece and I was like, uh, and I keep talking English and I'm like, just the top. So I'm like, I don't, we couldn't communicate. So I was like, give me a, I was like, okay. I say, what's his language? So I went on, I had to translate it. So I have to translate. And then he, later on, he's asking me, hey, do you know Greece? I'm like, no, I don't, I'm translating (laughs)
0: <laughs> so you would just copy and paste it in the Google. Yeah, translate everything that document. he would text
1: me, like I will copy it and then translate it. And because I use that I use a translator myself sometimes. So I was like, okay, what language does it speak? on? He was like, oh I'm i I'm in Greece. So um and I did talk to him. Um I'm, I still I don't know if it's coming. I feel like it's far for him to fly out here. Uh but he found me on Google. I was like, okay, yeah. It,
0: isn't it crazy when someone from a different country reaches out to you and it's almost like you because this happened to me, and I'm like, I almost feel a little guilty. I'm like, you're going to fly all the way out here?
1: I mean, I'll do it. No, I did. I'll do I, it. Yeah. And I, I did feel, I'm like, how much is, and then that's another thing. So when I have clients that I know they come from out of town, I honestly, I am pretty, like, with the price, I, I I'm pretty flexible with them because I know they're going to have to spend on flights they're going to have to spend wherever they're going to stay. They can have to spend food. So that's already, they're spending already like only the, even, even if it just, they just do LA because I had a client that I did a scarf from LA. So even, you know, the touch up, it's like, they're spending all this money just to see you three times. It's like, you know, I, I'm like, okay, I, I try to work with them.
0: I agree. I really and given that travel discounts, a big, big deal but also hey maybe they just like you and they want to fly out to you maybe they have some money you know i also think that but you're right i, I give a travel discount because i also think in my head man that's it's gonna be expensive
1: yeah it is it's because be the, uh, just the fly room. you know how much are they're gonna be spending a thousand dollars just there and like, then it's like
0: le- maybe we do the first session day one and then you do the second session the end of the week and then it yeah. can come back maybe a month later or whatever Yes, yeah. so two months later yeah so for up and coming SMP artists, what do you think is something they need to focus on the most that you wish you kind of did earlier or realized earlier?
1: I think the marketing. For me, it's been the marketing because you do you spend all this money, you uh, get your degree, you have your everything you practice, you're good at it. And then now comes the marketing part. It's like, okay, I have a skill, but then now I need clients.
0: I agree. And the thing is, yeah, you could hire companies to do it and you might get something. But like we were talking about earlier, I, there's I a lot of scams, a lot yeah, of scams. I, I've
1: been through them. So I'm kind of like, if if I was to start right now, I would probably will, will say, go get your marketing degree first.
0: <laughs> or or just, it's just like, but then once it's your money and your account and you're doing, and you're in the Facebook ads. And you're in there and you're trying to change all the settings and get the creatives and put the headlines. And then you're like, get your target areas all set up. And you're like, man, that's going to cost me what, $5, $10 a day, $20 a day. Guess what? That it doesn't seem like much, but it adds up real quick. Oh, yeah. Especially if you forget about it. Like I've done like, yeah. Oh shit. Yep. Oh, there's another thousand dollars deducted out of my account. I'm like, Oh man, yeah. what did I do? Cause sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll boost them for like the first two weeks or even the first week, I'll do a higher number, like a 25 or a 20. And then once it's run its course that way, I'll then drop it down to $3 a day or $5 a day, just to kind of let it stay on there. Still pumping to people. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. But what I've also done is forget that I have it on $20 a day. And I'm like, holy shit, why is all this money coming yeah. out of my account? at the end of the month, $500. Yeah. I stopped doing paid searches on Google. Like if I can give anybody advice, I was doing paid searches on Google for like four years and it I was spending 12 to like $18,000 a year, a year. And what I do now is I really do. I focus more on SEO. I have seen a drop in my Google, my Google sales.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But guess what? I'm also not spending all that money and I yeah. also think just the SP industry as a whole this year has hundred percent down from 2022 and 2021. Oh yeah everybody I, I talked to that. I felt that too. And it's like what are, and I get it. Are you gonna spend are you gonna pay for your car payment? Or are you going to get SMP? Now there are people obviously with savings and who will do the financing. But most people are paycheck to paycheck and they, they just can't afford, this is a luxury item.
1: Exactly. Especially right now with the holidays, you know, people are either, okay, either I buy presents or I get my S P or either I pay my car or my rent, you know, rents are $3,000. That's a rent. Like people are, and then especially everything is going up right now, food, everything. So people are like, for me, it did, it did drop a lot. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to be honest with, but Same. It, I am hoping there's a beginning of the year things start start to pick up.
0: No, you're not the only one affected and neither am I. Pretty much every SMP artist I've talked to has seen a decline in their sales. And if they haven't seen a decline, it means they're right with last year and usually you do more the next year, right? That's the goal to yeah. do more and more, but I mean the econ- I agree with you. I'm hoping 2024 it's an election year, right?
1: Yeah. So
0: the economy should be stimulated. I
1: think
0: yeah i know right we i think we all are um but guess what hair loss ain't going away exactly so so there, people are still going to come to you they're going to seek it out
1: to the hard times and and walk right through it you know i agree we have to just walk right through it
0: i agree um i love your content and i love your work uh do you have any new like Cause I've seen, you've done more videos and I love the testimony you have on there as well. Do you have any uh, video ideas or anything that you're coming up with for marketing?
1: Um, yeah, I do want to start doing a lot more videos, testimonials. I want to start getting into uh testimony, which is the hardest part right now. Everybody wants to be on camera. That's it's been one of the challenges. I feel that's why I don't have as many because people just don't want to be on camera.
0: I know. I know. It's trust me. When I get it, someone who's willing to do it, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Even if I'm not, even if I'm running behind, I'm like, all right, let's just do it. Let's bang this out. Yeah. Cause sometimes they change their minute or they change their mind last minute. And I'm like, I wasn't prepared, but okay, let's do it.
1: Yeah. And then also just becoming, I feel like once they become friends with you and they know that this will help you, that's what I, I noticed with even my, my testimonials. They're like, okay, you know, they, they like the person, like they like you. They're like, okay, this is this something that's going to help you? Then I'll do it for you. Like even the videos that I have done, it's mostly people that are that they become really um, uh, touched, you know? So they're like, okay, this is something that's going to help you. Even I have some Spanish ones that I haven't posted yet. Um, they're still editing but a lot of um, I get a lot of Hispanics and I feel they um, they relate to me because I'm Hispanic as well. So it kind of it's kind of working out.
0: I'm glad you talked about that because I definitely I have lost sales because I don't speak Spanish, but I've made a video in Spanish. So do you get a large uh, Spanish speaking community? Do yes, don't speak I do.
1: English? I do get a large. Yeah, I do get a large Hispanic, especially here, L.A. There's a lot of Hispanics. So I do get a lot of Hispanics, even at the clinic. Sometimes they'll come here for um, for their service and their uh, Spanish. Then I would just help them out with that.
0: And I mean, if I was a person, if I came to the United States and I spoke Spanish, I'm still learning English, I'm I'm going to feel more comfortable going to someone who speaks Spanish. You know, yeah. it's just, it is what it, I, I yeah. put myself in their shoes. That's what I would do as well.
1: Yeah. I just had a client from Colombia um, like two weeks ago. He came in for a consultation. Um, so he got his work done in Colombia, but he was looking around and I guess I'm the only Hispanic girl <laughs> here. <laughs>
0: Is it is there a lot of uh Mormons out there or is that Utah?
1: Uh, it might be Utah. There's we don't have that many Mormons here,
0: okay. And how far are you from LA?
1: Um, five hours, some five hours away. Oh, really? That's it, okay.
0: So you go out there a lot?
1: Yeah, most of my family is from LA. I actually go out there often. Um, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm only my parents and my brothers are here, so I don't really have cousins here. Everybody's in LA.
0: I was out there a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been out. I hear the, uh, the homeless situation is increasing. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I hear it's, it's getting really bit worse even and here, worse. Though, even here in Arizona, we didn't used to have that many homeless. And now it's like you see them everywhere. Really? Yeah. It's, it's getting... On the really streets?
0: Dangerous. Yeah. it happens, it's it happens. too damn hot. Where do they sleep? Yeah. yeah. What do they... I mean, are there shady areas, I guess? Like...
1: Um, well, that town and also they, uh, doing a, a, train here, which we didn't have one. And I feel they just hang out around that area a lot. Uh, so
0: okay. yeah. Hopefully they don't. Um, and I, and I get it. I mean, if you're homeless, you know, that's terrible. Hopefully you can get on your feet, but, uh, it's not good for business. If a bunch of homeless people are, you know, sleeping yeah. outside in tents out front of your you know what I mean you're trying to yeah. run an operation uh so I could see how that might interfere if, if it keeps getting worse and worse. It's like why would I go over there? There's a bunch of homeless people. Yeah. It would make people not want to pick your area. Yeah.
1: Because they're scared. They don't want to just, you know, they don't feel yeah,
0: yeah I, I get it. I get it. Cintia, what is your Instagram handle? Let's, let's let everybody know about your contact information. Are you on YouTube as well?
1: Yes, I mean, I'm everywhere. Everywhere. I'm on everywhere. Pinterest. Everywhere. You can find me anywhere. Link it, like everywhere.
0: I love you on Pinterest. I'm on there too. Good, good stuff. Yeah,
1: I love Pinterest. I'm always, every time that I'm trying to look for recipes, where do I go? Pinterest. Where do you go? Normally YouTube, right? Those are like the yeah. top channels where you can get any ideas.
0: So spelled out for everyone, what's what's your Instagram?
1: Uh, it's 3D Camouflage AC.
0: Okay. And what's your website?
1: Uh, 3Dcamouflage.com.
0: Okay. And your phone number that clients or other SMP artists can reach out to you what's your phone number. We'll pop it all on the screen at the end.
1: Okay. It's uh, 480-358-7051. Okay.
0: And... What's the best way someone can set up a consultation with you or reach out or train with you? Is it just send you a DM, um, Yeah, text the,
1: send me a DM, call me, at, like, anywhere. I'm always, like, really on my phone. So.
0: Fantastic. Cynthia, thank you for doing this. It's the day after Christmas, everyone. I should have been wearing my, my Santa hat the whole time, but... Cynthia, thank you for coming on the podcast. We've been talking for a couple years now on Instagram. I really do appreciate all the support you give me, and I love watching you grow and dominating. I really do. I'm very happy for you. Thank
1: you.: Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me here. <laughs>